You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire. My name is Jeremy. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Of course, this is the show where we celebrate female vocalists, both classic and modern, both in Australia and beyond. I now have the thrill of chatting with Lucy, the singer of Raya Park or uh, the moniker of Raya Park or... What's the best way of describing that, Lucy? Yeah, probably the moniker, I guess. The um, moniker. I, could, I'm, I do apologize. I couldn't quite work out the relationship between yourself and Raya Park. Are you the sole member of the band or is it your sort of alter ego? Yeah, I kind of go as Raya, Raya Park, alter ego. Um, so you can call me Raya if you want or you can call me Lucy, whatever works. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Lucy. We're here today to celebrate your most recent single, which is called Sad. That's been released for a couple of weeks now. How has the public response been to it so far? Pretty amazing, to be honest. I wasn't sure what to expect. It was a pretty nerve-wracking one to put out just because it was so personal. But I was, I've been pretty overwhelmed by the response from people saying that they've like had a similar battle with mental illness and kind of sharing their stories for the first time, which was obviously sad to see, but amazing that... I could kind of start to open a dialogue between young men and young women who were like suffering the same things that I had been through. Absolutely. And there's never been a time like it now. I mean, particularly to release a song like that now where people who already have a sort of, they're sort of leaning towards those issues are often so much more exacerbated in a unprecedented time like now reflecting on it i'm taking it that the song was written beforehand but has taken on a, a new life in this is in this time yeah i think so yeah i wrote it last year so definitely before the times we're living in now um i guess i was writing it from a very personal like i was writing a personal reflection but now in the times that we are in it's kind of like everyone's suffering you know no one's no one's really doing great at the moment and yeah I guess it was kind of the right time I wasn't sure whether to release that song at this time because I thought you know maybe people want more uplifting kind of stuff but I'm super glad that we did release it when we did because the response has just been really great. Now one of the sort of touchstones of the Rye Park project throughout your musical career so far has been collaboration. This particular song was written entirely solo. Is that correct? I wrote this actually with Andy Hopkins in Sydney last year, just on a writing trip. I didn't think that something like this would come out of our writing session because we were kind of more leaning towards like some rockier stuff and more upbeat stuff. But I kind of came in one day and I wasn't feeling too good. And we listened to some Lana Del Rey and I was just like, you know, this is the vibe that I want to write in today. And we kind of came out with a ballad. And I think I also said that I never write ballads for some reason. And he said, so that's a good excuse to write one. So that's kind of how it started and we got that like kind of moodiness from Lana as well. Yeah. I'm interested to hear more of this talk of the process that you go through because um, yeah, as I just touched on, you do collaborate a lot with artists, but the song content is largely very heart on your sleeve type stuff. I mean, opening up to 
new and differing musicians? I mean, I guess it's sort of different if you're in a band format, but it's, I imagine that's quite a confronting experience to go through a few times with various different people that you haven't worked with necessarily all that much. Yeah, I think at the beginning, I was pretty shy in putting my foot forward in like what I wanted to say, or maybe I'd, maybe at the time I didn't know what I wanted to say. And it's only in the last year that it's, everything's kind of come to a head and I've kind of gone into sessions and just said, look, I'm, I, this is how I'm feeling and I kind of want to write about it. And since I've been doing that, it's been really cathartic and has helped me kind of overcome some of the things that I have sung about. And yeah, it's just about picking up on the vibe in the room. If, if that's going to be okay for the other person and, you know, I'll kind of bring the lyrics and the melody to the table and they'll bring the instrumental side to the table and we kind of just do our own thing but meet somewhere in the middle this is the first single from your upcoming ep entitled lexapro can you tell me where that tell me where that name comes from so lexapro is actually a brand of antidepressants and i started taking them about two and a half years ago and um have kind of been on a very up and down journey for those last two and a half years, trying to find the right medication, trying to find things that work for me. And I just wasn't feeling better and nothing that I was doing was helping. And I actually ended up in hospital at the start of this year to try and get myself back on track. And I did, which I was really grateful to be able to do. And just all the songs that are going on the EP kind of reflect those last two and a half years. And I, I guess, like I just wanted to encompass it all into the the stuff that I was like putting into my brain, which is Lexapro. So I guess that's where it comes from. That's a very, very personal reference in that case. Is that sort of, I guess that title along with the intro track, is that what we can expect from the EP or can we expect sort of, what else can we expect will be featuring that EP both thematically and, and song-wise? There's a huge focus on mental health in the whole EP, except it does kind of reflect the up and down moments that I do have. So some of them are upbeat, some of them are a bit more mellow. One is actually called Silver Lining. So it's about kind of finding the silver lining amongst all the mess and the chaos of battling through mental illness. So yeah, there's definitely many colors uh, across the tracks. Now, one of the other parts of uh, across your back catalog that I really got into was the guitar parts as well. You kind of, I guess, listening to a bunch of your music, I got lulled into, you know, the opening of the song sounds like a particular type of thing, but then these big guitar parts get unveiled. Are you the guitarist on these tunes? I wish I was, but no, I'm not. So the guitar parts in all my songs are actually done by Peter Farnan, who's the guitarist of an old band called Boom Crash Opera, if you're aware of them. Very Um, aware, yes. Yeah, so we started writing together about five years ago and he's been part of the project ever since. And we write together and he plays guitar on the records. He's, he's produced a bunch of my stuff and he's co-produced a lot. He co-produced sad as well, this song. So he's been a part of the project for quite a while now. And I can't really imagine my sound now without having him in it. That's a, that's a really cool reference in terms of Australian musical history. I mean, when I hear those guitar parts, I, I immediately think of sort of Prince or, 
you know, they're almost like a late eighties hair metal type thing. It's not what I would have immediately associated Vim Crash Opera with. Does he feature in your live show as well? No, he doesn't play in my live show. I have a, a group of boys that play in my live um, kind of setup and we've been playing together now for two years. So I met them at uni and we kind of get together every couple of weeks and have a jam and, and get the songs up to scratch for a performance. Are you hoping to do some intimate shows as or you know, some online things as we approach that August date of the EP release? Yeah, definitely. I'm super keen on doing like a live kind of EP launch across the socials and hopefully, you know, by late August or early September, you know, maybe restrictions will have eased here in Melbourne and I might have a little bit of a house party if I can get like 20 people to come or something like that and get it filmed and and do like a live show um, on the socials. That would be really cool. I think that's the best that we can hope for right now. Otherwise, hopefully as the year goes on, maybe maybe a live performance before the year's out, but who knows? You're in Melbourne. You're in one of the nation's hotspots. Of course. Yeah. So it makes it even even a little bit more difficult, unfortunately, getting out. But I do hope that you are able to do some of those live performances for sure. It's probably looking a little bit too far ahead. I know you're probably sitting on the EP, but you know now is a great time for creatives to be creative as best they can. Have you still been engaged in the songwriting process whilst you've been locked down and and what are you sort of hoping and what are you achieving at the moment in terms of your creative output? To be honest, when we went, when we first went into lockdown, it hit me pretty hard. I like lost some work and um, obviously couldn't perform. So it took a while for me to get my creative edge back because I was just in a bit of a slump in that first kind of lockdown. But as things started to ease for the first time, I started to collaborate again and I've been doing some writing with um, this guy called Sam Fay, and we've been having so much fun in the studio. And now that we're in another lockdown, we actually did a songwriting session over Zoom the other day, which actually worked very well. (laughs) So we're doing that weekly at the moment, and that's just really cool to kind of keep up. But, like, I do really struggle, to be honest, to be writing by myself at the moment. I need a bit of support, but I think that's the best I can do right now, and I'm, I'm still enjoying it, so... Absolutely. So shout out there to anyone, I guess, uh, you know, I, I have so many female musicians on this show and hopefully some that listen as well. But, you know, I think right now is a great time to be honing that craft, you know, together with another female musician. Feel free to reach out on Instagram or whatever to someone you admire or someone's music that you've heard that you're really into. But, you know, let's talk about the Australian music scene. Are there dream collaborators you have? Yeah, for sure. One of my favourites, Eka Vandal. I would absolutely love to do a song with her. I think she's incredible. Also, Kite. I think something really special could happen there. But I don't know. I, I get too nervous to message people, but maybe I should just give it a give it a shot. I think that's a good idea. That's how I got this show started, just by messaging people out of the blue. And, you know, hopefully yeah. some of them eventually... <laughs> Not all of them message back. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's right. But I can only try. Lucy, you did also have an opportunity to write alongside Alex Leahy on your track, Bitch. 
I know that you've had an opportunity to write with many, many stars of Australian music, but Alex is someone that I particularly admire. Can you tell me a little bit about that experience and um, how that song came about between you guys getting together? Yeah, sure thing. Well, it actually, it wasn't Bitch, but um, it's actually one of the songs that is coming up on the EP. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, just... Yeah, it'll be coming out on the EP and yeah, working with Alex is amazing. From the first kind of time that we hung out, we just kind of clicked straight away from similar areas in in Melbourne and had similar upbringings and she's very humble and very like focused and hardworking and we, we just kind of found a sound together straight away and she's got this way of making you just feel totally, totally, totally comfortable in a room. So I was just able to open up and kind of let out what I wanted to sing about. And we actually got Gordy as well on this track. So it was a collaboration between the three of us, actually, which was super special. I would love to have Alex Leahy on the show one day. I'm a big big fan lucy it's been such an absolute joy to have you on the show today thank you so much for joining us your ep lexapro is out august do you have a date uh not yet we're just gonna say august (laughs) sometime in august lexapro will be out it's the ep how many tracks are on it five five yeah five tracks i can't wait to hear them sad is the first one we're going to be playing that in just a moment. If I was interested in finding out more about Raya Park, where would I go? I reckon the best place is Instagram, Raya Park on Instagram. Check out Raya Park on Instagram, of course, otherwise R-Y-A-P-A-R-K on uh, Spotify or whatever platform you use to stream your music. Lucy, would you like to give me an introduction to Sad as we take it away? Hey, it's Raya Park and you're listening to my new song, Sad. <laughs> 